Living Adventurously is brought to you in partnership with Kamut, the route planning and navigation app that helps you make the most of your outdoor adventures. Whether you're cycling, hiking, running or bikepacking, Kamut's easy to use technology will get you out the door and exploring more of the great outdoors. You can see where I've been exploring by checking out the highlights of my journey on Kamut. Just follow the link in the show notes. My name is Alistair Humphreys. I set out on a bicycle journey around Yorkshire to speak to interesting, ordinary people who, in very different ways, are making an effort to live adventurously. I wanted to talk about what they do, about the barriers they've faced along the way, and to seek their perspective on some of the big questions that all of us encounter in our lives. Welcome to Living Adventurously. <laughs> I've written here, needs intro music. Um, okay, here we go. Um... <laughs> Have a loop. Normally in life, I find that it seems to be me who tries to drag people out of bed at stupid o'clock in the morning to go and do daft stuff. But in Harrogate, Ben got the upper hand on me by roping me in to run 10k with him at six o'clock in the morning. In order to maximise my sleep time before meeting him, I looked on my map for a nearby spot to wild camp. And then I remembered that a good friend of mine lived close by, but was out of town. He was away on holiday. So I amused myself with a spot of gentle trespassing, hopping over my friend's fence, sleeping on his lawn and pinching peas from his vegetable patch. And then, very early in the morning, I got up, cycled into town to meet Ben and go for our run together. Ben is a proper runner. He recently ran a lap of Yorkshire, 400 odd miles, and he's now begun the early bird run crew to try and help build a friendly community of runners in his hometown. And in doing so, to encourage people to get out of the house and take positive steps, positive action to try and help with their mental health. So sweaty, but kind of smug, having run 10 kilometres before breakfast time, Ben and I sat down on a park bench on a lovely, sunny, warm Yorkshire day morning to have a cup of coffee and a bit of a natter. We have our coffee. I'm really... This is the sweatiest podcast I've done so far. Good. That's probably going to be the best one. Okay. Um, good morning, Ben. Good morning. This is the... Oh, Whoops. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, Ben. Good morning. <laughs> this is the earliest podcast we've done. Uh, it's August the 1st, Yorkshire yeah, Day. Absolutely. A good day to be in Yorkshire and a good day to be meeting Ben Dave, who... Well, I don't like to boast, but I'm cycling a lap of Yorkshire, which is pretty hardcore and tough. Um... I don't suppose you've ever done anything nearly as cool as that, have you? No. I'm not really a cyclist, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> have, you, have you done anything tougher than cycling around Yorkshire? I ran a lap of Yorkshire. Okay, that beats mine. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you run a lap of Yorkshire? Um, I wanted to raise some money for uh, a mental health charity. It went through a bit of a wobbly patch in 2016 and got myself to a pretty dark place. And when I came out the other side, I wanted to sort of hold my hands up to it and admit that I'd been through that so other people that are going through it maybe took a bit of solace from that and raised a bit of cash for Calm as well what's Calm? Calm's men's mental health charity uh, the campaign against living miserably and they run a 
a helpline and an online web chat for people that, that need an atta and do some amazing sort of marketing and publicity around around mental health. Okay, so you, you started to go run around Yorkshire. Um, how long was it from coming up with this vague idea to turning it into reality? It was, it was probably, it was probably about a year with me sort of coming up with the idea initially to, to actually setting off and doing it. But then um, I left it to sort of last minute and sort of it was a bit of a mad, mad panic at the end. But what, what I did do is I made a video saying, right, I'm going to run a lap of Yorkshire and put it online because I knew that if I'd done that, it would force me to, 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 to do it, <laughs> I guess. When you put that video online, what, what was people's response like? Was it positive or, nah, you can't do that? It was a real, it was a, it was a, it was a real mix. I got a lot of, yeah, a lot of people saying, you know, you know how far that is and, you know. How far is it? It's four, well, when I mapped it, it was 470 miles and I ended up running 498 miles, which is annoying. <laughs> quick, quick, yeah, just up the beach and back down again. Yeah, why, no. Why didn't you? I really wish I had it. Well, I was absolutely knackered by the time. <laughs> the, the the thing on my mind was a cold beer and sitting down. Not not those extra two miles. My first ever sort of cycling challenge um, at uni. Um, te- un- everyone went on strike for some reason. So we, I was at Edinburgh and we decided to cycle to England for the day. So we yeah. cycled to England, touched the sign, turned around, and rode back, and it was ninety-five miles. It was the furthest uh-huh. I'd ever ridden. And I was, and my friend who'd done quite a lot more, he kept saying, "You've got to go do some laps of the park to make a hundred And that was the last thing on my mind. I was absolutely <laughs> Did you knackered. Do it? No, I was no. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely knackered. Yeah. Um, okay, so you had a, a mixed response of, um, so, yeah, yeah, I interrupted you. What were the response of people um, when you when you put this video out? Um, well, positive was, or negative? It, it, it was it was positive. It was positive. I, the video was basically me saying, "I'm going to do it, and I, like I need some help. So if you if you think you can help." Uh, you know, put me up for a night, or if you think you could get your work to give me some money for sponsorship or whatever. And um, it was really good. I raised about I raised about seven grand in, in the first week, which is crazy. I hadn't anticipated that at all. Is this before you'd run anywhere? Before I'd even, yeah, <laughs> lace my shoes up, um, which is amazing. Uh, and I met the uh, met the lovely people at Welcome to Yorkshire, and they they helped me out. Met some amazing people down there who who helped out there's all sorts of things like i wanted to have a start line on the beach and you know trying to get past councils and all those sorts of things so yeah they were a they were a huge help and like press as well i had no idea how to get get any help with that i thought that you know i'd kind of write an email to the local paper and being the harrogate advertiser and uh i ended up being on on bbc news before i set off and sky news came to the finish line it was just all a bit like a bit crackers really but yeah an amazing experience uh, tell me a bit more about the the um the act of asking for help and mm. i mean it here um not in terms of health in terms of getting a project off the ground because yeah. i think asking for help is not a very british thing to do no it isn't no but i think if you i think people people are quite like a bit of vulnerability as well and people also like to help so if you just if you just openly ask for help it's amazing how how uh how much you'll get, really. So you don't feel... It doesn't feel like using people? No, no, I don't think so. I think it would if I was going and just ask, asking straight for cash. I, don't, I never never like asking just for money, but I think asking for help when actually what you need, what you mean is money. Yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah. I've, I've found that um, once you open out and just start asking people, people love getting involved yeah. in, in cool projects. Absolutely. They love being a part of 
crackers project and i mm. i think um once you start seeing asking for help as like a two-way thing not mm. just a give me give me give me it's yeah. quite cool isn't it people yeah, it like really being is. involved and yeah. they get stuff out of it as well absolutely yeah completely agree yeah um okay so you put your video online um and then probably faffed around did nothing until mm. last minute yeah like all good trips yeah before you set off what did you think were going to be the hard things what what was if anything was going to stop you what were you worrying about and how did that compare to the reality i was worried about um getting injured uh, the problem my biggest worry was getting a blister because i thought if i get a blister as as insignificant as that would be in the whole scheme of the project that would just do me and i and i was you know i just didn't think i like to think i'm quite headstrong but I, didn't, I thought, if I get a blister on my toe, I don't think... I think that would just literally wipe me out. That would be the end of it. And, it. and it would be the most frustrating thing that had ever happened to me. So I was just fearing getting a blister. And um, I was... Uh, where, where were we now? Near Lady Bower Reservoir. And a friend of mine... I'm trying to remember the name of the pub. A friend of mine met me at the pub. A guy, a really good friend. The guy I've done a lot of work with over the years. And he, he was waiting for me to surprise me at this, at this pub. He cycled down. So when we stopped... We just got the beers in and, you know, started eating burgers and chips and uh, had an amazing night. And then my girlfriend, Rach, came out and met us and my sister came and her fella. We just had a really good night. But I'd, for the first time, I'd, I'd run across the moors that day. So my feet were completely sogging wet. And I just sat all evening in my wet shoes. So, yeah, so when I took my shoes off at the end of that, that night, my feet were just horrendous you know wrinkly and white and i thought I've, I've done it this is it game over and uh almost cried myself to sleep but then when i woke up the next morning they dried out and we were good to go but yeah i thought i'd ruined it um when, before you set it off did you think you could run a lap of yorkshire hmm that's a really good question i'm gonna say yes yeah i did i, I was definitely never at any moment did i did i really think that I wasn't going to do it like there was challenging moments but actually before thinking about that now before I set up set off probably I was maybe just a bit unsure but I never really felt that I never really thought that far ahead if you know what I mean I, I always just kind of thought about what I had to achieve in the next few hours so I was just like right get here have some lunch and then get there I did a it was it was it was almost too much to take in a bit too intimidating to feel think about the whole distance so i never really never really thought about finishing until until i finished really i suppose you must have had some degree of confidence in yourself to do this as a public project cause, yeah because anyone could just go and well could just go and try and mm. run a lap of their county couldn't they so, yeah yeah uh, there was the money side of it you wanted to raise money yeah was there any other aspect of making it a public thing were you doing it to was there ego involved? Were you trying to prove yourself to yourself? Um, I think it's definitely an element of ego involved, but the, re, the the sort of mental health aspect of it was I wanted to talk about my mental health, my experience of mental health. So the, the rolling like right back to before I had the idea, I knew that I wanted to talk about having a negative experience of mental health and, and I, that, that initially was just talking, you know, maybe posting something on my own personal Facebook about it. Um, so it became, it became a platform for me to talk about my mental health. So then I wanted, once I started, I wanted to as many people to know about it as possible because I wanted the audience to be as big as possible. 
And then when you start seeing the positive effects it was having on other people coming out and running and the other conversations was happening, I just wanted that to reach as many people as possible in the in the, eight, in the 18 days, you know. So yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So running a lap of Yorkshire is a it's a fine athletic achievement and a cool adventure. But actually, <laughs> I'm more interested in um, another part of what you've been up to, uh, mm-hmm. which is why I ended up getting up at stupid o'clock this morning and yeah. cursing you. <laughs> um, you said to me a while ago, as we were on the way to the cafe, you said that when you're feeling depressed and you're sitting there thinking, what can I do? The only thing you could think of to try and go and have some sort of social experience and fun was go to the pub. So yeah. You tell me about that. Yeah. Well, that was it. That was exactly it. I remember sitting on my own in my flat and thinking, I really need to be around people. Like, this is not doing me well just sitting here on my own. And, I, and literally sitting there and thinking, what, what, what on earth can I do that isn't going to the pub? And I, and I honestly couldn't, I couldn't think of anything. I couldn't think of anything. Um, so, yeah, so after, when, when, when I finished the run, um, I decided to set up a, a running group in Harrogate. Not, not to fix that problem, but looking back now, that, 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 kind, of, that kind of is, is what well, I hope that's what it's doing for, for, for other people, you know. Okay, so uh, tell me, about, what, what's the running group you started in Harrogate? So it's called the Early Bird Run Crew, and we meet every weekday morning at 6 and 6.30 at the Cenotaph. It's a, a big one mile in the middle of, middle of town. And we go for, is that we've got a set 5k route that goes around the edge of the town. Uh, so yeah, you can rock up at 6 and do 5k or 6.30 or come at 6 and if you're feeling really brave and run around twice and do what we call the double, which is a 10k run. How long have you been doing it? Um... May, June, three months-ish. Three months-ish. How many people turned up on day one? Six. Okay. Yeah. Was that? Did were they? Did you know all those six? No. Oh, no. Day no. One, so, day yeah. one was strangers already. Yeah. Yeah. So I set I set up. Um, another problem I have is that I don't really know that many people that run, and I properly love running. And every time you go out running, you see hundreds of other people just running on their own, which seems a little bit crazy. So I set up this Facebook group saying, "Right, meet this time." And I think I put, I added like 10 friends to it that I knew, thought might be interested in it. Um, yeah, and on the first day about sort of six, seven people turned up and then it's just grown and grown, grown to then. So I think, how many did we have this morning? Maybe 30, 30, 30 40, 40 people, yeah. yeah. So um, three months, you've started this early morning thing mm-hmm. and it's growing now. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got hundreds of people on the Facebook group. Yeah. Um, tell me what the experience is like on a five to six, which is stupid o'clock most people are either asleep or grumpy tell me about yeah. what happens when everyone gathers just it, to where we're sitting now well it's amazing because you I sort of live half a mile from here so you sort of run in and you run past like you know a couple of lads having some McDonald's on their way home from a late night or you know a couple of a couple of bin men coming out and uh, not a lot happening and everybody turns up very groggy and morning morning and then we set off doing the first 5k and then then the atmosphere is incredible you know everyone's everyone's moods lift and then we go around again it's just brilliant really 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 just a really rewarding thing i really liked it when we all gathered here um this morning and you it's quite a morning morning but yeah not saying that much Mm. it is early um but you just say anyone anyone here for the first time so you're trying to make everyone welcome yeah you find a volunteer who'll run at the back so um doesn't matter how slow you are yeah and off you go and what what i like about it is that's so simple it's like hey turn up at this point We'll go for a run. Someone will be at the back so you won't get lost. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it, yeah. It's so simple. So uh, why isn't that happening all over the country? 
Exactly, yeah. I usually, so I used to be a biker. I, I'm only not one now because I can't afford to have a motorbike. I will be. I suppose once you're a biker, you're always a biker. And there's a, there's a place near here called... Um, oh, God, I've forgotten the name of the pub. Anyway, it's in Sherman and Albert, and it's a biker's cafe, and it's the coolest thing that I've ever seen in my life because you can rock up at any time on a motorbike, and there'll be hundreds of other blokes on motorbikes that just want to ride their motorbikes. And That doesn't sound cool to me. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> I suppose it's relative. <laughs> I definitely think it's cool. <laughs> but what's cool about it is you can turn up and, <laughs> and uh, uh, on your own and then you can go off and ride your motorbikes with people you don't, you don't have to know them beforehand so use the analogy of like a biker's cafe I wanted to create the running equivalent of what a biker's cafe is so if you want to go for a run and you don't know anybody you can just rock up here at 6 o'clock and there'll be people to run so I, I hope as it grows there'll just be hundreds of people turning up and going off and doing their own runs and doing their own routes and that, that's the idea yeah but it's to answer your question, why is it happening everywhere? It's, I don't know, because like you say, it seems it seems such a simple idea. Um, so what I want to do next is figure out how to kind of harness whatever this is and just enable other people to do it. Well, I think a large part of what this is, is you. Mm. Um, and I think what is needed for these things to, to take off is someone like you, mm. who's a cheerful, enthusiastic, charismatic... <laughs> guy uh, for a biker who um, <laughs> who just gathers a tribe together and says come on let's go and I think that, yeah, that's yeah. what it really needs it just needs someone to do that and hopefully eventually get some sort of critical mass when it because yeah. uh, as you said your hope is that it happens when you're not here yeah yeah so that's I'd, again sort of designed it rather selfishly and so I work away a lot um, so I don't have any sort of structure so I knew that it had to not be it had to not be me. It had to, it had to operate without me, otherwise it just it would just fall over after three days when I disappeared with work. So um and it's really important as well that it isn't like my thing. I want it to be our thing as well. And to enable it to grow as well, it can't it can't be me. So I think I, it felt like that from this morning. It feels like every, it's our meaning all of you guys yes, it feels yeah. like our thing yeah yeah and i suppose the fact that you know i've never been before i'll probably never come again yeah uh, but i felt very much part of it Good. straight away it's a it's got a nice vibe to it but i think Good. if you drag anyone out of bed that early to go and do something with purpose then people have a bit of warmth to it yeah don't they? absolutely yeah um so i mean there's a lot of things about this run you know some people, I guess, come just because they like running and they're mm -hmm. training for something. We met a girl who's training for an ultramarathon in New yeah. Zealand. But I imagine you're more interested in people who are coming for other reasons than just improving their Strava time. So can you give me a story or two of why some people here might be coming that's helping them? Yeah, um, I don't know if I've got any a specific story about a specific person. Generalisation. Yeah, just, I think, well... For me, for example, it's I, I running massively helps my mental health. So if I come out and run every morning, I'll have a good day, almost guaranteed. If I don't run, uh, you know, if I have a particularly heavy weekend and I stop running, very quickly my mental health deteriorates. Not not to 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 to, but I, you know, I can I can feel a dip. So it's what it's done to me is it's it's given me a level of sort of accountability and it's 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 kept me more um, what's the word sort of standardise my training I'm doing I'm being more regular over the last three months whereas what I would do is go out run loads 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 loads, loads and then stop and and you know so it's that's how it's how it's benefited me but I think apart from anything it's, it's brought everybody together as well like, like I say I, you just see people running on their own all the time 
and it and it's um, it was doing my lap of Yorkshire for the first time. That was when I ran, I ran with other people, and I was like, "This is a, this is amazing. Why haven't I done this before?" And I met loads of other sort of community running groups, and uh, and we don't really have one in Harrogate. So, yeah. I wonder what it is about running this sort of community aspect of it. From started by Forrest Gump, I mm. suppose, and then there's. Um, Ben Smith. Yes, Smith, yeah. Uh, who ran 401 marathons in yeah. 401 days. Jeez. Amazing guy. Um, Anna McNuff, now yeah. running around Britain. Um, the, what, what do you think it is about running, well, the loneliness of the mm. long-distance runner, yet somehow these sort of community events come from it? Do you have any ideas on I think, why that is? Well, I think, I think we used to run around together all the time when we were hunting and... I think there's something, there's got to be something there, hasn't there? Something about running in packs and, yeah, it, it, it definitely just feels like the sort of thing we should be doing. <laughs> yeah. sort of running's also a, a nice chance to be able to talk, isn't it? Yeah, massively. But side by side, not face to face. And Yeah, so I would say if you, if, you, if you go like, you know, we've never met before this morning, if we sit sort of opposite each other talking eye to eye and there's eye contact and... If all of a sudden the conversation dried up, well, apart from the fact it's a podcast that would make a terrible podcast, it'd be a little bit awkward. But when you're running, there's no eye contact and it's completely fine if you don't talk for a minute or two. Um, so it's just a really, really easy way to chat because there's no, there's, there's not really that intimacy there and there's the, you're not obligated to keep the conversation flowing. And also you're a little bit lethargic, so you're on your back foot a little bit. So conversation just tends to flow a little bit easier as well. So it's, yeah. So everyone here seemed to be very happy this morning I, mean, I guess it helps it's a sunny morning yeah but so I'm wondering whether you're not succeeding because the people who've come out are just happy, happy functioning people and what you want to reach are people who are not that happy for whom getting out of bed mm. and meeting a crowd is hard yeah are yeah. you just preaching to the converted that's a really good question I've got two answers. <laughs> the first one I'll say is that just because people appear to be happy on the outside doesn't mean that they actually are happy. So take me as a, as a prime example. Yeah, I turn up every morning with a big beaming smile on my face, and, but what actually how I'm feeling inside or how my previous night's been or an argument I've had with a girlfriend or stresses I've had with work or rest of it, I don't bring that to the crew and I think a lot of people probably don't. So I would argue that it, it has a huge positive impact on people without you necessarily being able to see that. But you're absolutely right. I think there's definitely a case of... Uh, probably the people that I really want to affect and that I think would really benefit from coming, the idea of coming is really, really difficult. So that's something I'm looking at at the minute. And um, we're trying to chat to GPs and see how locally how we can how we can give them a level of assurance to say oh get yourself on to the other bed run crew so we're looking at we're looking at some training so training up the runners to be uh, mental health first aid trained uh, just on a really sort of soft touch level um, and the complete other end of the scale I went yesterday to speak to an amazing lady called Claire who's in charge of suicide prevention for North Yorkshire County Council and she was saying that to reduce suicide you, we, we need to come all the way back down the line and look at how we make people not be depressed. Um, so we're talking about exploring ways that we can get people engaged in running and, um, and 
set up different community groups. So it's it's something I'm looking at, but it, I don't have the answer just yet. Yeah, it's something I've really noticed from my own attempts to try and get people out and adventurous mm. and doing adventure things is I'm really conscious that I'm always kind of preaching to the converted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yesterday I went to see a, a lady in, um, who's working in Bradford to take um, Pakistani kids from the really rough estates to do some, to basically get outdoors yeah. for the first time. And uh, I know there's a very different demographic in, yeah, ha- yeah, yeah. in Harrogate, um, but uh, I'd be, well, I, it was interesting. Today, there's a one black woman running, mm-hmm. which I know Harrogate's a very white town, but mm-hmm. I think trying to get a variety of people out and running, I think, yeah. is one of the challenges for Britain at large, isn't it? Yeah, I think that is another thing that I love about running, though, is it's such a leveller. So we've got, like, chief execs, we've got doctors, we've got bin men, we've got chefs, we've got a pot wash that comes every day we've got a finance director we've got you know like these are just people I'm thinking actual people I'm thinking of the top of my head that come but it doesn't matter who you are when you come to the group you just need shorts and a t-shirt and you're running yeah it's something I love about running particularly in comparison to cycling Mm cycling is all about how expensive, expensive your yeah. sprockets are yeah, yeah whereas I love that running you just put on a pair of trainers yeah. and a pair of shorts and Alf Tupper style off you go it's mm. brilliant yeah um, one r- running phenomenon that I really love is park run yeah There's me free too. worldwide Saturday morning runs that anyone can do mm-hmm. what what's the point of your thing why don't you just tell everyone to go and do park run what's love, the difference the difference I think is the Oh, I don't know, actually. I was, I, was, I was gonna say the difference is the community thing, but I think perhaps that's only just because this group's really small that it feels more... I think the difference, if this managed to scale, is the regularity. So, thinking back to me when I was depressed, if I went to Parkrun on a Saturday, I'd have to wait a whole week, and a lot of stuff happens in a week. Whereas I think where I would benefit uh, with the Elbed Run Crew is the fact that it happens every day, but then I've got parkrun on Saturday as well, so I've only got Sunday to get through on my own. So I think the the regularity of it is uh, is is perhaps where it offers something something different to parkrun. But I think parkrun is unbelievable. Oh, parkrun's wonderful. Yeah. My my opinion on it from just having joined you once is that you said then about scaling it, and my first thought of this is that it's great because it's not because it's not scaled yeah it's not scale it's small and it's local and therefore people talk because park yeah. run is brilliant but its success means there's often hundreds of people yeah so you don't talk yes and this is great because it's really small yeah and my my um here's a bit of free management consultant for you that yeah. you didn't ask for <laughs> my my opinion on this would be the great thing to do would be to have these pockets pockets in towns yeah. even in neighborhoods in bigger towns yeah. and not try and make it big yeah. but just make it spread Ab- completely and the smallness is good yeah i think when, when i talk when i say scale i don't mean here i mean uh, like a wider reach yeah exactly exactly like you say you know just um i think in harrogate even we've got sort of starbeck nairsborough and there could be another five or six early bedroom crews just in harrogate um so, would you like it then if in some other town, someone listens to this mm-hmm. and thinks, I can do that, I'm a keen runner, I like running, I'm going to stick something on my Instagram and Facebook, yeah. get a little group and go run 5k? 
Absolutely. Okay, so in that case, uh, who, uh, what should they do? I mean, I think, because I, I mean, they could just go do it, of course. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think um, together we are stronger. So Absolutely. Would, I think it would be good if they take the same name so how would they what would they do get in touch with you and I think they should get in touch with me yeah I think that would yeah. be great and, and we how should would they do that uh, so uh, Twitter perhaps uh, I am Ben Dave on Twitter or should I, I don't, how many people listen to this I don't know whether it's a good idea to well, get no email one does out yet. nobody does well, yeah. literally no one in the world has listened to this yet so <laughs> Um, probably Twitter's the best place. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you got a, uh, a website for it yet, or a no. URL? Or I've bought the URL. What's what's the what's the thing called? Run Early Bird Run Crew. Early Bird Run Crew dot com. Yeah. So depending on when this is live, perhaps there'll be a website. Okay. I'm well, there's sure. your chance. Yeah. You need to <laughs> yeah. get this out before both my listeners <laughs> yeah. crash your website. <laughs> uh, but I think it's a brilliant thing you're doing. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Thanks and for coming. As always, the alarm clock. Well. One of my favorite quotes is, man's greatest journey is the long step from the warm bed to the cold floor. So true. It's so true. Once you're out of bed, yeah. and early morning exercise, I think, is one of the great superpowers of the universe. I love <laughs> having done a decent amount of exercise before, what's that, 8 o'clock? Yeah. And eight. now we can go get on with the day. But yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Thank you. That's brilliant. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Living Adventurously. There's show notes from every episode on my website, alistairhumphreys.com slash podcast. If you have enjoyed it, please take a screenshot of your phone and pop it up on social media or leave a review with your podcast provider. It makes a massive difference. Thank you very much. I teamed up with Kamut to make this podcast happen. In case you missed it, Kamut is an outdoor planning and navigation app that helps you explore more of the great outdoors. One of the many ways Kamut helps you have better adventures is with detailed route profiles. So, you've got your basic route in place with Kamut. Next step is to check the route profile. The profile displays the information you want to see, like the, the surface type, especially important if you're on a bike, and elevation profile, especially important for everyone, the ups and the downs. On a road bike, for example, that means you can anticipate the big climbs or ensure your adventure only includes tarmac, unless you want to spice it up and you want to suffer, in which case you can hunt for a gravel route or more single track. If you're hiking, you'll be able to see your elevation gain as well as where on the route you'll need to push on to get through the uphills. Your very own outdoor experiences are waiting for you. Go explore more with Kamut. Head to kamut.com slash G and use the voucher code ADVENTUROUS to claim your free region bundle.